At Neurotechnology, our main goal is to help uh, people with chronic pain, to help them manage their chronic pain. We do not claim that we would kind of like make the pain completely disappear. You know, mm-hmm. if it's an actual proper like burn pain, you will feel mm-hmm. pain, right? Like it's not like, a, a, you know, a, a magic bullet to to cure any pain. Mm-hmm. But we help people managing chronic pain uh, and it's it's a drug-free and a surgery-free way of uh, managing chronic pain. So our clientele is pretty much anybody with chronic pain, and it's quite unique. It's not just the, um, I suppose, typical kind of like lower back pain, chronic pain, mm-hmm. or, you know, um, kind of, uh, what do you call it, joints, chronic pain, and things yeah. like that, which um, a lot of, I suppose, um, uh, familiar uh, companies one. yeah companies that are you know offering something similar in vr yeah. would mostly do physiotherapy um to manage the chronic pain but we are more targeting the psychotherapy of the chronic pain sufferer hello and welcome to the latest episode of heads talk with me elaine pringle schwitter the podcast where we talk to c-level executives leaders of institutions and heads of multinationals what are the current topics they talk we listen <laughs> Can you imagine getting into a business or a market where you actually spend a hundred billion plus on a piece of paper? Are you kidding me? It was like a frying pan of a head. I got nothing against CFOs. It was not just the job of a lifetime, it was the job of a thousand lifetimes. My guest today has two decades working as a creative technologist. He is driven by being impactful, helping others, and not just talking about it. He co-invented a revolutionary chronic pain management system that harnesses the power of neuroplasticity and extended reality technology to alleviate the suffering of those with chronic pain. Described by his peers as being tenacious in pushing creativity boundaries, he is an unparalleled representative of creativity within the digital and technology space. This will surely be an interesting conversation, but before we get into that, here is a brief message. US Private Capital Forum Go Real 2023 launched now until the end of March. With on-demand sessions offering attendees the utmost flexibility to access industry-specific content and deals on their terms, it will bring together over 100 speakers from across Europe over a broad agenda covering private equity, venture capital, real estate and private debt. For details, visit www.eurosforum.org. Heads Talk Podcast with your host Elaine Pringle-Schwitter. Danny Sutanto is the co-founder and chief commercial officer of a number of companies. They include 42 Interactive Limited, Neurotechnology, The Company, and Box Office VR. He is a seasoned creative professional with a career spanning 20 years. As a creative technologist, he's on a mission to make technology more personal and impactful through designs that deliver exceptional user experiences. Having honed in his skills in both Sydney and London, he brings a wealth of experience to the table, working on an array of commercial and cultural projects for clients across the globe. Whether working with a multinational corporation or a small startup, he is dedicated to creating meaningful and impactful solutions that deliver results. 
Let's begin. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Danny to this Neurotech series on Headstore. Delighted to have you here today. Hi. Hello, Elaine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hello. Um, let's start with your um, organizations. and That's a plural. Please provide my <laughs> listeners with a brief introduction to the companies that you have founded, co-founded. Yes. So the first one, I guess, is 42 Interactive, and the name itself um, comes from the um, the Hitchhiker's Guide uh, to the Galaxy, the number 42, uh, the answer to the meaning of life, the universe, and everything, I suppose. <laughs> so inspired by that, uh, we are basically the answer to uh, most of your, uh, you know, I guess, digital projects and mm -hmm. services that you need uh, help with. So I've started this company with um, an, a couple of co-founders um, where all of us um, came from, I guess, marketing uh, agency backgrounds, um, mm -hmm. creative or digital agencies. And um, we wanted to create something together that um, basically helped uh, solve real world problems and not just a, a, you know kind of like a temporal um, marketing solutions or mm -hmm. you know um, projects and so on that you know have no long lasting long lasting impact uh, most mm -hmm. of the times to a lot of people. I mean, it will make a lot of uh, impact for the uh, the brand that it's trying to market to. Okay. So that's how for the interactive came about. Um, we uh, I guess we used to call ourselves as a digital transformation agency uh, because. Uh, the things that we do um, are not the typical digital agencies for marketing. So mm -hmm. we do help um, companies to grow and to uh, kind of transform from their analog world into the digital world mm -hmm. uh, through uh, developing um, various um, technologies, designing and developing various technologies for them, you know, complex ecosystems mm -hmm. oh. and so on and so forth. Oh, sorry. When was 42 Interactive established? Oh, it's five years ago. Five years so ago. So we are five years five. old, yeah. Okay. And, and what about the, the company that's named Neurotechnology? When was that and what's that all about? So, yeah, so uh, one year in into uh, 42 Interactive, um, we do both the kind of like the, the very um, complex and detailed uh, design and technology built uh, for our uh, clients as services. But we also have another side, which uh, which is a lot more um, exciting, a lot more uh, creative and interactive. That's where the interactive part of, of the company mm -hmm. from. And we deal a lot of, of um, you know, with VR and AR and interactive touchscreen um, projects or products. Mm -hmm. So one day, um, I've got contacted by a um, clinical psychologist. Uh, his name is Wilfred Lex. He's um, the co one of the co-founder, I guess, of neurotechnology alongside me and my uh, business partner. So um, he basically had the idea of, you know, um, kind of combining, I guess, design and technology into the um, psychotherapy theories and methods that he's thinking that would be able to be implemented into this technology, especially in uh, VR, or mm -hmm. now we call it XR, because it's not just the VR headset. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, so that's how then we got together and thought, you know what, this might work together, you know, well, if we kind of let's just create a company together and then move moving from there on to uh, invest our time, our effort, our money, mm-hmm. our minds to solve the problem of chronic pain. That's with the company Newer Technology? Yes, that's Newer okay. Technology. All right, okay, that's fine. And Box Office VR? Yeah, so um, again, in, in our interactive uh, side of things, um, my co-founder, uh, Rob, he has a couple of contacts in the UK, um, especially in the, Scotland, and uh, a company called Neon 8. And they basically had an idea to help uh, people who uh, are in the arts and entertainment life performance, especially in theaters and so on in the UK. Um, that's basically uh, got stood down because of the lockdowns and you know the uh, recent pandemic, basically, that's um, plaguing the world. So um, the arts and entertainment industry uh, was kind of suffering from there on. So they had this idea of what if um, we basically recorded um, all of the uh, kind of performances in, you know, 180 um, with 180 camera and mm-hmm. and you can enjoy it in your living room or anywhere uh, that you want, mm-hmm. um, you know, using a VR headset as if you are the VIP, the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the um, kind of like the frontmost uh, viewer in front of the stage of all of these beautiful performances yeah it's basically you uh kind of sitting i've always wanted at the edge of the stage i'm glad you've come up with something like that i've always wanted something like that where you're sort of Mm -hmm. in a movie or in a theater but rather than have like the front row seat which is kind of a one-dimensional linear look you're almost immersed in the production itself and I've always yeah. wanted to be able to experience that, not literally, but in a sort of in a virtual sense. So this is what your your company is is about. Yes. So that's there you go. So for to interactive um, joint venturing with you know a couple of different company or people mm-hmm. to create neurotechnology and box office VR. Okay. All right. But okay. Um, as you know, this is the neuroscience and neurotechnology mm-hmm. series. Um, yeah. Uh, that I, uh, for, but for this question, I, I want to focus on the company newer technology for for this question. Um, please e- elaborate in in a greater detail on the work, the clientele, mm-hmm. case studies, some of the successes within this organization. Yeah, so at neurotechnology, our main goal is to help uh, people with chronic pain to help them manage their chronic pain. We do not claim that we would kind of like make the pain completely disappear you know mm-hmm. if it's an actual proper like burn pain you will feel mm-hmm. pain right like it's not like a, a you know a, a magic bullet to to cure any pain mm-hmm. but we help people managing chronic pain uh, and it's it's a drug free and a surgery free way of uh, managing chronic pain so our clientele is pretty much anybody with chronic pain and it's quite unique it's not just the um, I suppose typical kind of like lower back pain, chronic pain, mm-hmm. or you know, um, kind of uh, what do you call it, joints, chronic pain, and things yeah. like that. Which um, a lot of I suppose um, that's uh, a familiar companies, one. yeah, companies that are you know offering something similar in VR yeah. would mostly do physiotherapy, 
um, to manage the chronic pain, but we are more targeting the psychotherapy of the chronic pain sufferer. So our clientele are, you know, very ranging from, you know, quite a young mm-hmm. age up mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. senior age. Um, and we do create, you know, few testing, few products um, that we are trying to do as well, where, you know, having a kind of, I guess, at home uh, relaxation therapy you know, okay. using VR. Um, so, so, uh, forgive me, if I've got mm-hmm. chronic pain, how what does your products look like? What does your service look like? How am I using mm-hmm. it in order to alleviate such pain? That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to picture here. Yeah, so uh, we are using um, neuroplasticity um, to help, um, I guess, you know, immerse people in certain settings or environments um, to help them um, manage their chronic pain. Mm-hmm. So we are using the virtual reality um, uh, kind of like, I guess, system that we have patented. Um, the whole system consists of um, virtual reality um, software and hardware, and also a camera tracking um, software and hardware that will be combined to basically create a, a mirror copy of your complete body in the virtual reality environment mm-hmm. and at the same time you are immersed into a certain virtual reality environment that would help um you know kind of i would say train your brain um, how am i immersed in that with a headset sorry how yes, am i you, you... with a headset okay yes yeah, yes with I'm a headset so... yeah. okay yeah so in, in, yeah, so that's you wear the headset, or the, the client would hear the would wear the headset, and then we take them through our therapy. All right, okay. So if I have I don't know chronic shoulder pain for some reason, I don't know. I'm a heavy skier and I have shoulder and elbow mm-hmm. pains. Um, I'm wearing the headset. What is happening in order to help alleviate this pain? Okay, so uh, the the session would go something like this. We 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 assess what you know your pain is uh, yeah. to understand what where is the cause root of the problem you know you might have a um or, or you know what will what is happening when you feel the pain and when do you usually feel the pain and so on to identify what the chronic pain problem is and then after that we take um, the client through the virtual reality therapy where they would don a vr headset and within that VR um, environment, they see their own um, virtual representation, a digital representation of their body. So in, in a mirror, yeah, a twin of their yeah. um, body, you know, as a mirror in front of their, um, what they see in front of them. So if they move their hands and yeah. if they move, mm-hmm. you know, their head and move their body, you know, the, you know if you look down, you see your body moving. And at the same time, of course, if you see in the mirror, you see your body moving. And right. then from that, we can then assess or um, you know, do this um, a treatment session where uh, we would basically represent a pain on your shoulder as, as an example. Okay, this is one of the example of probably overly simplified how, how it works, but we would create a certain pain on your shoulder, for example. If the pain is stabbing pain, then the um, 
uh, image representation that you see uh, on your shoulder, it can be, you know, like a needle, for example, if you always feel uh, pains and needles, or if you, um, or pins and needles, right? or, or if you're feeling like a burning sensation, then, you know, we can represent it via flame as an example. Okay, so, then so, we can also, uh, yeah. so the person gets a picture of where their pain's coming from through imagery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you helping to alleviate the pain or just targeting or or showing them where the pain is i don't understand yeah so so once they see where the pain is as an example you know as you mentioned like you have a shoulder pain as an example um once we've done that then uh, we then start the treatment uh, for example uh, by learning how the pain travels through you know uh, from the body to your brain we can okay. also start by, you know, letting the person, for example, focusing on a different, um, so there are very, um, variety of different treatments. So like it can be more of a focusing to a different um, things that are not focusing on your pain, for example. Like, right? Are you, are you like reading signals? Are you reading nerve signals or something in order to know where these pains are? No, no, we, we basically listen to where the um, person tells us the pain would be, right? We're not using EEG's machine or, or really? any sensors oh. on the body whatsoever. We're just listening, okay, where do you say your pain is? And we basically in the virtual environment create that pain, you know, like, like you see it is literally there on your, you know, um, that you see it in your in your VR headset, it's it's you know like your shoulder, for example, have mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. of a lot of needles, and then then after that we can do different uh, treatments. As an example, this is an example that you might reduce the size of the needles, and then talking you through it as an example, and until it's zero, and by the time it hits zero, uh, for some reason, you know, um, you also um, don't feel the pain anymore. You know, this is so just how, how simplification you, how, of it. Okay. Just, just finally, before we move on, how are mm. you reducing these needle pains? What is it? I got the point of them seeing it. I got the point of the, the yeah. virtual twin, the digital twin. Mm. I got the point of using flames to highlight certain pains and using another thing to highlight certain pains. I, mm. I, I didn't get the point from having very bad needle pains to minimal to zero pains. What is mm. happening there? So what's happening is your brain... Um, start interpreting what what you see right this is the power of neuroplasticity the power mm -hmm. of immersion right mm -hmm. you you embody it's, it's a power what we call it embodiment right you embody that virtual body so an example if it's uh, if your shoulder making it difficult for you to move your hand this is what most of our common um what do you call it a vr therapy is all about it's always like oh move your arms and point to different balls and this like that we can also do that kind of type of therapy where oh, I always feel pain, but, you know, okay, but try and point at, you know, that ball or that ball or that ball. And then they, um, your virtual body actually moving. And then because you're focusing your eye, it's not looking at your physical body. It's not looking at the physical world, your eyes focusing on this, um, immersive, you know, um, virtual world, mm -hmm. you embody that, that, I guess I would say the perfect body, right? The the body that perhaps no pain, right? Okay. And then that your your brain learn and interprets that actually, you know, the the body in the real body, you know, it's 
it, it has pain, but this this is the body. This is my new body that probably doesn't have any pain. It's, it's almost like brain it's rewire. tricking the brain into thinking differently, and therefore, correct. Yeah, pain reacts accordingly, or not react because your body reacts accordingly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. It's almost like a trick, but it's it's actually um, a study that is called neuroplasticity to um, help your brain embody a different type of body. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I think I think I've seen there was some video where the person mm -hmm. was given a prosthetic arm, even though they had a normal arm, and they had a mirror image of what was being done Correct. to the prosthetic yes. arm, and all of a sudden they started to feel the pain of what's happening to the prosthetic arm, even though it wasn't happening okay so i think that's what you're talking yes. about something like that okay yes it's, it's that's, that's a called it's called a mirror box therapy yeah so it, that's the real kind of like uh, analog mm, version okay. well we yeah, are the digital version of that yeah okay okay good stuff good stuff oh and what about in terms of it could be the neurotechnology company or it could be the other companies collaborations or partnerships that seemed to be a really big thing post the pandemic i mean have you got any ongoing at the moment yeah, so currently we are talking to uh, different, um, I guess, uh, kind of different companies that would like to take this, you know, broader, you know, into kind of like a, um, I guess, a traveling style, um, kind of, a, I guess, therapy or, or a service, right? Mm -hmm. So we're starting to talk about that, about partnering and collaboration and so on. However, it's, it's you know, I guess I suppose Australia is quite small enough, um, Mm -hmm. uh, that is, you know, there are not that many people who um, is doing something like this or oh, similar yeah. like this, right? And I'm not sure if you understand the Australian um, jargon or culture about tall poppy syndrome, <laughs> where, <laughs> you know, like like when somebody sees somebody that's doing something quite good and successful, then they're trying to compete instead of collaborate in most cases. Ah. Well, so I don't think Australia's is... got the monopoly on that. I think that's across the globe. Um, yes, I suppose. Happens. Yeah. Yes, but yes. okay. All right. Yeah. So it's not necessarily about collaboration. It's about getting there first, or before the other person, or succeeding yeah. beyond them. Hmm. And just keep on, keep on working, keep on working your way. Yeah. And yeah. and and I guess I suppose in this type of uh, technology and topic, neuroplasticity, mm -hmm. you know, um, chronic pain management, and so on. Yeah. It's it's very bespoke. Um, area it's it's quite hard to find somebody who truly understand and believe in the same yeah, way yeah, as what we yeah. have i think that's that's why we haven't really kind of like try and find like not not try hard enough to really find those because we did and try and uh, you know i guess um through different ways of either you know university or government funding it's yeah. a really hard you know like it's a big door and really heavy to knock on those oh, doors you know okay but that, that, that's thank, thanks for that. that that's kind of nicely lead, leads me into the the next question um let's look at neurotechnology today and generally um what are the what are the challenges in getting a neurotechnology startup like yourselves off mm -hmm. the ground that differs to other tech startups yeah, so to the the one that we've um, learned from the last four years, um, with you know multiple different uh, funding, you know either from governments or some I guess uh, semi non profit organization that also work for government, 
that you know raising capital funding and and you know for um startups like us mm -hmm. is that um the field or the product that we offer it's it's quite unique and bespoke that it's so hard for them to understand as an example you know um like cl clinical trials we we do our clinical trials because we have to get ourselves uh, registered in the um over here is tga it's like fda in the us but for us it's tga yeah, yeah, yeah. so that we can actually operate um as a clinic right to mm -hmm. actually service oh, people course. and and under the um you know the how do you call it um the the service of the company of uh, my partner wilford lex that will be able to um you know continue practicing in the in the mm -hmm. in the um, medical uh, services mm -hmm. so we have to do our clinical trials and so on and and again a lot of people uh, asking oh you know you need to have like hundreds you know of of clinical trial people coming through your yeah, clinic yeah. and then we we when we were scheduling to open our clinic but then the uh, COVID hits <laughs> so we can't oh, open anything oh, no, and it's okay. a very physical what yes, do you call it? it's yes. not like a like that, logistical can, thing yeah. you know yeah. you can just like you know buy it off the shelf right you have yeah. to come to the clinic yeah. so yeah. that has delayed uh, again right but we did do uh, get our uh, uh what do you call it a uh, you know permit from dga to yeah. to operate you know we've proven our uh, clinical trials results and also um you know patented our technology mm -hmm. uh, but then going through different finding um areas as well from the you know kind of like uh, private uh, what do you call it insurance government insurance yeah. and so on we keep on getting a knockback because the panel that they're they, they have that they're judging probably it's 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 um, something that is uh, not a low-hanging fruit for them mm. right if it is like a stethoscope right it's yeah. low-hanging fruit yeah it's easy you know it's you know it's a newer digital style stethoscope that has a amplification hearing like yeah, that's probably going to be really easy for them to approve. Well, mm -hmm. if it's like a VR uh, psychotherapy to manage chronic pain, you know, for them, it's like, what is this? You get mm -hmm. what I mean? It's, 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 mm -hmm. it's quite hard to find the expert and we are actually slowly becoming the expert. Yes. <laughs> so if yes. somebody else doing that, well, we, we can, um, what do you call it? Like, a, um, you know, peer you review that. that. Yeah, for us to find a peer reviewer is hard because there's no peer. That oh, be able it's, to understand it's, it's kind of a, a pioneering thing. And in, in terms yeah. of getting funding, investors want to know when are we going to get our money back? When are we going to see the return on investment? And it's very hard yeah. if they cannot picture what it is you're doing yeah. or so see it up, elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh. So we ended up, okay, you know what? Let's just keep on going, keep on doing what we do keep you know like opening you, up our you clinic got some help government help as well didn't you no 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 we don't no? actually we we uh, none like like you know if you think about it i guess um like we've been trying to to go to different kind of like funding from different organizations and a lot of them like the similar um give us the peer-reviewed paper give us the you know 100 people clinical trials for example mm -hmm. you get what i mean and all that and even if we already said it's already patented. We have a track record of the successful clinical trials. You know, um, we we can't peer review like there's no peer reviewer at the moment, other than universities, for example, yeah, uh, yeah. to 
to peer review us and and so on but even talking to them you know it's a bit tricky you get what i mean because mm-hmm. they have their own um kind of uh concept and then for us well to do the peer review the person actually cannot just peer review based on concepts you actually need to um test it out and try it out yeah and then you, you know like that's this is the only way you do it because otherwise like um you know it, it mm-hmm. is if you're just doing that it's like it's just concepts There's so, no so, point. so if, if peer review is so so thin on the ground and even mm-hmm. if working with institutions and labs and research areas in, in getting that how, what a nightmare commercialization must be it is, it is, it is. Uh, the only way we do it is just to prove that there is a revenue coming, um, you know, and, and, and we, we are starting to have that uh, at the moment. When, once we open the clinic, um, we, you know, we do the usual marketing. We haven't really like go um, really hard on our marketing. Mm-hmm. Again, because a lot of people also um, over here, we have a... Uh, free healthcare healthcare system so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know because our, our treatment that you know uh, we can't say it's the uh, you know uh, race to the bottom kind of cheap yeah. but you know it, it is quite a substantial investment for some people then they want to tap into the the you know healthcare right system mm-hmm. uh, so to do that they also need to have a um, what do you call it um, reference for from their gp yeah from their doctor, from the hospital, or from the insurance company, and so on. And we do starting to have some people that have that and would willing to come to us to try it. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. people with chronic pain, you know, when drug doesn't work for them, when surgery doesn't work anymore for them, um, they they will try anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and this is something that they see, okay, well, there's no harm in this because mm-hmm. um, there's no, you know, yeah, there's no but surgery. You, you, you want to no get drugs. to a stage where you're not the we'll try anything. You want to get to the stage where I think we need to go here once we start getting mm-hmm. these pain. So I think you need to get that yeah. stage. Um, another question I want to ask, and, and briefly if you can for this one, um, how successful are scale-ups in, in neurotech? I mean, compared to that of sort of other techs, you know, fintech, that sort of stuff. In in my opinion, looking at our, I guess we always research um, like monthly. You know, we we when we do our marketing, we research our competitors, right? Who's the nearest competitor and mm-hmm. who's doing something similar to us and around the region and so on. Mm-hmm. It's so much lower, right? Because fintech, you know, everybody needs it, right? Yes. With chronic pain, it's like well, you know, everybody has pain, but not 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 everybody chronic pain. Mm-hmm. So you know it's a little bit slower to to grow to grow, but it's it's growing um kind of like how do you call it slow but steady slow snail pace um, but yeah but but it, it still keep on going yes right? at no, least it's going like, in the right know, direction that's what I'm getting correct. from going in the right yeah. direction but a lot slower than if it was a fintech where yeah. pretty much everyone across the board needs that at some point whereas not everybody gets chronic pain sort of thing yeah yeah okay okay um uh, let's let's talk about neurotech in your region you you mentioned mm-hmm. that you're in australia um believe it or not yeah. you, you are the first guest from australia that we've had on uh-huh. the show so i'm excited <laughs> we, we've had um, guests from sort of hong kong japan and that sort of region but uh, not new zealand or australia so i'm excited to hear about what's happening um with this type of tech neurotech in mm-hmm. your region so over to you, Danny. What can you tell me? 
Yeah, so in our region, um, there's a lot of studies going on with neuroplasticity. Um, I think the two leading um, universities here that basically uh, pushing for that is the University of New South Wales, UNSW. Mm -hmm. And then there's also the Brain and Mind Center at the University of Sydney. And there is also a professor in University of Wollongong that also pushing for that. There is a couple of, um, I guess, um, medtech uh, startup or scale up that is offering um, kind of similar, not not exactly psychotherapy, but more towards the um, physiotherapy uh, using VR as well. And and all of them kind of like touch into um, the the neurotechnology kind of like territory, right? And and or neuroplasticity and so on. So there's also in Australia, um, uh, there's a National Health and Medical Research Council uh, mm -hmm. that also provides uh, fundings for a lot of different research. Mm -hmm. But in general, um, the, the tough times that we have is because a lot of um, this type of funding and so on that we said is um, needs to have that, you know, some sort of, um, how do you call it? Um, like if you're not a, uh, a government entity or if you're not a uh, educational entity you know uh, not really NGO yeah it's not not really oh, not NGO. NGO okay Maybe no it's no it's a philanthropy organization uh, yeah no, not, not really quite. but it's more kind of like yeah more kind of like um uh not NGO but more educational and and government um uh, divisions right. it's a little bit harder for us to to get you know uh, typical mm. funding from the government you know, a lot of noise about, about the neurotechnology and the growth potential and lots of uh, VC attention as well and possible funds in a way, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's, it's difficult. And most of government funds, like I said, right, only goes to registered research institutes, not, not like freelancers like us, as an oh, example. Right. Okay. And then, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But it, it is growing. Uh, like the, the, um, the, the field is growing right um uh, but yeah it is it is uh how do you call it in terms of support i think in my opinion little bit, mm -hmm. it's a little bit harder well, for in a company well, like us at well, the moment based on some of the guests support will start to exponentially grow because this is like becoming i hope <laughs> a really hot topic uh, and a really yeah. hot potato neurotechnology, neuroscience, and um, what some of the startups are bringing to the table. Um, mm -hmm. Let's end this episode of Heads Talk in the usual way. Um, we look to the future. I know you yeah. watching this episode concentrated on neuroplasticity, um, uh, but yeah. let's broaden the neurotech a little bit. Um, yeah. So what is your prediction for neurotech and science and its deployment in years to come? Yeah, my prediction would be is just keep on going to be keep on growing um, as you see uh, the few, you know, the current trend with, you know, Elon Musk trying with this Neuralink, you know, mm -hmm. um, the interface between brain and uh, technology. I think that's, that's the most common one, right? Mm -hmm. But I think uh, there are other areas where it's not just specifically just about the technology that supports it, but the, the method, uh, understanding how our body and our brain works that would push more in our technology mm -hmm. in the future mm -hmm. um you know a different understanding than the current um 
how do you call it the I guess the current ways of thinking and mm-hmm. uh, that will that will grow exponentially in the coming to, in years to come and in terms of um, technology itself I think more and more it will become a lot more uh, I guess approachable uh, and 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 uh, available for everybody um, mm-hmm. I think that's that's the, the end goal where people can um, have you know their I suppose um, help with whatever they need in our case it's you know chronic pain that you can actually um, do not have to travel to a clinic for you know neuro um, um, plasticity uh, chronic pain treatment as an example uh, you can just do it from home you know where you know we we can help you remotely as an example with more and more uh, technology become more ubiquitous where mm-hmm. something like uh, VR um, headsets or even mobile phones that will be power, powerful enough to uh, power their VR headsets instead of having a beefy computer to do it, as an example. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and 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 also the data and prob- probably with the help of um, the current uh, boom of AI to um, basically s- help with the data crunching. You know, if we then get the feedback from um, the the body, uh, you know, about uh, the the responses in 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 the treatments and and how the brain works and so on. That mm-hmm. would also help because there's a lot of study there about here as well, where we do, uh, you know, um, in Australia with brain mapping, you know, understanding yeah. you know which part of the brain that does certain things and so on. So and it's a big data. So with the current investment with you know AI, that would also help with you know providing insightful uh, actionable insights basically mm-hmm. um you know that would help you mm. know how uh, to help people that needs such technology to help them <laughs> in their pain but as a as a creative technologist you know as i introduced mm-hmm. you in this episode how exciting is this for you i mean how are you feeling about all of this it's really exciting for me because, you know, at the end of the day, it's about um, solving real world problems, helping people, right? The differentiation, I suppose, with the current thing that we have in the medical. For us, you know, uh, like like today, for example, we had a meeting in neurotechnology and we were thinking, oh, we have two bad, uh, good news and bad news, right? <laughs> so the good news is uh, a couple of our uh, clients um, were completely... Um, cured from their chronic pain no more pain the bad news is because they have been cured they're not coming back <laughs> so no you know, we, lo- <laughs> we, lo- we lost two of our clients but that's the that's the aim for for, for me for example I said, but that's the aim you know i don't want them to come back because if they come back then we failed right to to help them or to cure them yes and and i'm sure their word of mouth is the best recommendation you can possibly get on the best marketing you can possibly get is a cured patient telling someone else so exactly so that's that's the way we we do it and it's different you know with the current uh, trend is you know trying to get them into a subscription (laughs) of of the service of of everything right everything you should expand on the service the products and services that you offer so that they they do come back for something they do do come back for more and and talking about that talking about that what role do you think big pharma will play here when talking about the future of newer technology what role do you think they will play Oh, I think it's it's a little bit hard to say, but um, 
I, I think one thing that we don't know yet is is usually, um, you know, uh, things that uh, they can provide to help uh, maintain brain activity, right? Like like to boost brain activity and so on. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and hopefully, of course, you know, natural path becomes a little bit better in their in their ways of work and. Um, and provide you know good medicine that help the body to boost the um, brain activity therefore um, it's easier um, for uh, the clients or, or patients to actually absorb um, the the information you know for their um, brain to function um, I think that's that's pretty much the way I see it it's almost like well selling vitamins Mm-hmm. But let's hope that it's not just sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, and finally, tell us about your your future plans for your um, organizations, in particular, New Technology and Forty Two Interactive. Where where to next? Yeah, so we we always uh, will try to help uh, people with real world problems, and and for neurotechnology specifically we we hoping to open more clinics and to grow our um i guess reach and we're talking to collaborate with different companies to provide the same kind of like methodology um you know so that we can spread our wings a lot more um mm-hmm. to you know the global uh, global reach right yeah. um and yeah, and then continue improving the the technology and understanding, you know, um, like like how um, to help people with chronic pain, especially, you know, um, we we do find a few challenges um, in in the area and still not the perfect complete solution just yet. Uh, so we keep on developing that. Mm-hmm. As for forty two interactive, um, we always um, become a creative and technology partner for anybody who has a similar mindset. If you have mm-hmm. a um, solution for a real world problem that needs uh, uh, you know design and and or creativity and technology development let's have a chat I think you know we can um, build it together and to solve um, people's problems mm-hmm. okay um, Danny Sutanto thanks for being the first Australian guest of Heads Talk and I'm sure you won't be the last many thanks for your time and insights Thank you. Thank you so much, Elaine. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Heads Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via my website, elainepringle.com forward slash Heads Talk, wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, I'd like to thank our sponsors, guests and you for helping to make the show possible. Please join me next time where I'll be featuring more executives, C-suite leaders and heads of multinationals. Heads Talk Podcast with your host Elaine Pringle-Schwitter.